0: Okay, guys, welcome to 2020. Learning how to build a personal brand on Instagram is absolutely a necessity. It really is for almost anything you want to attack in life, whether it is a business or it's pageantry or it's competition or it's freaking Navy recruiting. I kid you not, I train hundreds of, of Navy recruiters on this very, very topic. And it's because I learned it through pageantry. Like it, it aligns so much with so much of what we do today. It's crazy. So it applies to whatever you're experiencing in life. And Whether or not you're a skeptic, walking away with a couple of these tips can be very, very powerful for you in your competition, in your pageant, in your business, in your blog, or just in life. Whether you're trying to build a social platform or you're passionate about a topic or you're a part of the Sports Illustrated Search, whatever it is. So I actually wanted to share these tips because I get a lot of questions. I have been able to build a pretty large following in a really short amount of time. In my Navy account, I started my Navy platform about two years ago, and I just hit 40,000 followers in just under two years on my personal page, I have had a lot more of a struggle. I feel like I have a more generic brand. Um, you know, I don't have such a specific brand like I do with my Navy page. I've had to fight the good fight, you know, being, um, a white woman in fashion with, you know, that kind of a generic look that's a dime a dozen on the internet. It's not as narrow focused. So, Finding that brand, finding your focus, finding your platform, figuring out who you are, all of those things are really, really important when it goes into finding your personal brand. Figuring out what you're going to put out into the world, what you stand for, what's going to make you stick out, and what message you're going to convey. Why are people going to follow you to begin with and why it's going to be important for them? and how you're going to change the world. And I know that that seems silly, but ultimately that's what you're trying to do. You're not just trying to like take up space on the internet and trying to waste people's time. You're trying to change people's perspective about something, whether it's making them happier because you're selling them your coffee, or you're making them happier because you want them to listen to your podcast, Or maybe it's changing their life because you're recruiting them into the military. Or maybe it's because you enjoy cooking and you want them to have a healthier lifestyle because you're happier having your healthier lifestyle. Whatever it is, it stems from something that makes you happier and makes you feel positive and it makes you want to extend that positive message. So... Today I am sharing those ways to help you extend that positive message, which is your personal brand. Believe it or not, we all have a personal brand. That word might be overused. I have a love-hate relationship with it, but I'm diving into it today and I don't know what happened. I think I had about 10 espresso shots before I recorded this this podcast, but you might have to listen to it a couple times, but I have a lot of information to share, so I'm digging in deep to this one. A lot of knowledge, but it's super important, guys. I hope you enjoy it because this is research I have done. I have done. I've researched the tips, the tricks, and learned the hard way, and I am sharing it all now. So let's dive into building your personal brand on Instagram. What's up, world? It's your misunderstood, Kelly Hall. And I have got a special episode for you today because, honestly, I was going to start charging for this service. So here you go. You've got a free dose of coaching on behalf of me and all of my lessons learned about branding. Now, I've come to like hate and love this term a little bit because It's so overused now. Like everybody's like, "Oh, it's so on brand," or like, "You're wearing red. That's very on brand." And even my podcast, when I launched my podcast and my um, my icon for my podcast, it was red for misunderstood. Someone's like, "Ooh, you changed your branding to red," and I was like, "No, it just looked good. That was it." (laughs) Like, my favorite color is still yellow. Everyone, simmer down. I just decided to use that. So it's a love hate relationship. But honestly, like, what is branding? I work in marketing. I work in HR. Branding is important. Like think of the biggest brands in the world. You know exactly what their logo is, what their font is. You can identify it or spot it a mile away. You know, whether it's Petco or Marvel or Apple or Google or whatever it is, you're like, oh, I recognize that little Apple sign that's kind of eaten. That's Apple. And you know, perfect. That's marketing 101. They have successfully brought you their brand, which in turn has made you think about their company. Well, that's exactly what we're doing here with your personal branding. Um, So I didn't really know much about personal branding until I got into pageantry. And you know, my very first year I competed in Miss Ohio, this was in 2016. I was like, they're just going to love me. Like, come on. The judges are going to see how amazing I am. I am a lieutenant, I'm in the Navy, look at me go. Um, That did not work out so much. Um, You have to be really specific and intentional about what image you are portraying, just like those companies are. You know, like Petco didn't just change its font in a day. Like they have been very consistent about exactly who they are, what they are, and what they deliver. That is what you need to be doing. If you are in any sort of Business industry, or you know, you're trying to go into a competition or whatever, and you need to have personal branding. Now, this is a, this is a message for those who, you know, maybe you're going into a pageant, maybe you're modeling, maybe you're applying for a competition that's online, um, maybe it's just a blog or it's a personal project, or maybe you're just looking to build your online presence. Whatever it is, people need to know how do do I identify with them? Because I mean, how do you, like, you can't be confusing. You can't like one day be this and the next day be that. And the next day you're vegan, and the next day, you don't really care. The next day you're shooting an animal. And the next day you're all about green peace. Like you need to be like consistent, um, with who you are, what you're doing and what you believe in. So I'm going to teach you guys how to build a brand specifically on Instagram because, building your brand and finding out what your brand is, is a completely different topic. That is something that we could go into one-on-one. You can message me, talk to Heather Semlin. She's my mental management coach. She helped me build my personal brand, Um, but putting it online is a completely different beast. So I have a few steps for you guys to follow when you are working toward building your personal brand online. So first and foremost, you're thinking, I don't know what my brand is. Who am I? What do I want to project into the world? Well, guess what? You already have the answer to this question. Think of what you are already doing. Think about that. What are you already posting about? What are you already sharing? What are you already passionate about? What do you do? How do you spend your extra time? What do you do for work? What do you get a lot of questions on? That's pretty important, right? Because you are getting DMs about the same thing consistently, but you're like, "Oh, that's not me. I'm just, I'm just not that much into fitness. I'm not, I'm not a fitness influencer. I'm not a well. If you're posting fitness all the time and people are starting to connect with you and they're asking you questions a lot." Maybe that is your brand. You know, maybe it's not you're a fitness freak influencer, but maybe it's healthy lifestyle, healthy living, something like that. So think about what you are already doing. That's the first thing. That's the key. And for me, I never knew what my personal brand was. And people would be like, I love your brand. And I'm like, I don't even know what our brand is. So how could you love it? <laughs> but then when I started working with Heather Sumlin and we were preparing for the Miss California USA competition... She was like, all right, tell me everything about you. What are you doing right now? How do you spend your time? And I was like, oh, like, you know, I've done a lot of motivational speaking. I was a speaker at the National Girl Scouts Convention. I've been featured on multiple morning shows. I always speak about women empowerment. I worked for Bumble. I brought women together. Blah, 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 blah. And she was like, you're a motivational speaker. And I was like, no, I'm not. I have never been on a TED Talk. (laughs) She's like, you absolutely are. You don't have to be on a stage globally. You could be a motivational speaker by going to schools, by doing things online, you know, by sitting down with groups of women. I was hosting empowerment dinners with groups of women. She's like, all of that, that's Motivational speaking. You're inspiring women with everything that you're doing. She's like, so that is the image that you want to portray online. You're very inspiring. You're very motivating. And how can we teach other women to believe in themselves like you tried to teach them in schools and um, through projects and, and morning show episodes, things like that? And I was like, oh, interesting. So then I dialed that back tenfold. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm not on a morning show. But how do how did I become so confident? What do I have to say? What's my voice? And so I really try to narrow in on that, you know, teaching women how to become confident in what they're doing every single day, something, whether it's makeup or um, putting together this podcast or life lessons or not beating yourself over the small stuff or relationships or overcoming adversity, whatever it is, I just try to teach them something inspiring and so they can build and they can learn. And that became my personal brand. But that was what I was already doing. So think about that. Sit down, take a look at your content, take a look at your messages, take a look at your passions, and then you'll be like, oh, I had no idea I was already blank. There you go. All right. So next, with that, with that personal brand that you have now reflected on, You should have that in your bio on Instagram, period, dot. But no periods because that's going to take up characters. So sans period. But that should be in your bio. That is the very, very first thing people see when they come to your Instagram. So make it easy for them. It's kind of like a resume. You wouldn't like put on your resume, love coffee and long strolls on the beach. You would say, i live in california i love this i'm passionate about xyz and maybe i also drink coffee cool okay maybe you wouldn't put that on your resume but you get the idea you need to be very very intentional about the keywords you are choosing to put in that bio Um, i believe instagram allows you 40 characters could be thinking about twitter Um, But obviously, the characters are limited in your bio. So be ultra, ultra specific. So when someone goes to your page, they know exactly what they are getting when they go there. Boom. Whether it's yoga, healthy lifestyle, fitness, makeup, travel, blogger, local business supporter, whatever it is that should be in there. And so you need to rebrand that to match who you are. You can also include hashtags. Um, Whether it's hashtag I live in Los Angeles, Um, I'm a hashtag makeup artist, I'm a hashtag Los Angeles blogger, because that is going to bring traffic into your Instagram so that way people who are looking for that hashtag or have previously looked for that hashtag will more than likely see you on their search feed. So pro tip. All right, next. So the third thing I have for you is content. We all love this word. We love the word content. I love the word content because I work in marketing. Content is the most important thing you could ever do for your Instagram. I said that with spaces in between for emphasis. Because it's the most important thing you could ever do for Instagram. Your content needs to be on fire every day especially if you're trying to build a brand. If you're trying to build a following, you're trying to build awareness, you're trying to promote something, you need to be posting. How do you expect to get followers or how do you expect to get your platform out there? How do you expect to continue to build your brand if you're not posting about it? You absolutely have to be posting about it. So don't put trash content out there. You know, if you're not a fashion blogger, stop wasting your time posting fashion stuff. I'm speaking to myself, by the way, when I say this, because... There was a minute, like a year and a half ago, I was like, what am I? Like, am I a fashion blogger? Am I a travel influencer? Am I a local business supporter? I would post my outfits, but guess what? I buy all my outfits from the same place and I don't shop consistently. So that was super misleading. I'm not a fashion blogger. So hone in on those things that people are asking you about and that's what you should be posting because content matters. It absolutely does. A basic outline... Um, that I like to follow is how to's about you's and what you are up to. The kind of rhymed. I liked it. So how to means you're sharing content or you're teaching your audience something. How to pack for the weekend trip with your boyfriend. How to plan a last minute trip. How to Fit fitness into your schedule. How to build a lifestyle that is relaxing amidst a busy world. Something how to that people can read, learn, share, repost. Because they're like, whoa, I never thought about it that way. And it fits your brand. How you is how you are. How are you the way that you are? For me, I post something about like my relationship, my boyfriend and my dog. <laughs> of my life, they're a super huge part of my life. So when I say like how me, I throw my boyfriend in there and I go, oh, by the way, we live in California. This is our life, blah, blah, blah. But I also post about the Navy, how me, how it's affected me, how I love it, how I you know continue to spread empowerment from the Navy. That's something that's relatable to you and only you. That is also aligning with their brand. So how you. And the last thing I have there is what you're up to. People want to see what you're up to. They don't just want to see professional pictures every single day. I mean, we can scroll on Pinterest for that. We don't need to go to Instagram. We want to see what you're doing. How are you applying your brand to your daily life? You know, what are you up to? Whatever it is. Because, again, that fits into your brand. So that triad of how to, how you. And what you're up to is going to fit in well to your grid. Um, The top nine posts are super, super important because when people first see your Instagram, they're seeing those first nine posts. And to follow a little bit of that format and that brand. Granted, I get it if you're on vacation. Like, okay, post a lot of pictures in Florida. But then get back to your brand, right? Okay, next. I have number four which is the golden ticket. Giveaways. Giveaways are super important. So I told you before I was just when I recorded my episode with Bliss Tans, I was like a a super micro influencer. And by super, I mean like tiny. (laughs) I had like 2,000 followers. Um, But I was super passionate in Columbus about connecting with women. And I mean, it was like four years ago. I had like 300 followers on Instagram. I mean, I was going to delete my Instagram because I never used it. (laughs) Um, And now I have almost 13,000 followers on my personal account and nearly 40,000 followers on my Navy account. So I really had to build my social media from the ground up. And here is how. On my personal account especially, I started doing giveaways with local companies, anyone who would let me. I would do a giveaway with them. So that way their followers would have to go to my page, my followers would go to their page and there would be some sort of promotion involved. So the key here is planning a giveaway with a company that aligns with your brand. So me, I'm Women Empowerment, I love small business, I love empowering others who have small businesses, Um, I love fitness. I love lifestyle and healthy living. So you're not going to see me, you know, giving away like trying to think, I don't know, hunting gear, like just like I've had people reach out to me. They're like, oh, we want you to like do a trade with these super fancy um, like gadgets and gizmos and camping equipment. And I'm like, uh, I don't really camp that often. So like, it'd be super weird for me to throw that in my Instagram and be like, hey guys, what's fun? Camping? We should try it. I'm gonna give away this. No, that's very misleading. So instead, I said, I stick with what I know. I stick with companies who follow my brand and I follow their brand. And those are the ones I collaborate with. So giveaways are very, very important when you are building. Whenever I, um, you know, I was a micro-influencer, My very first giveaway, I believe, was with this company, Skin and Sugar. Shout out to Sarah. She's the best. Sarah Jacobson. She's in in Columbus, Ohio. She owns Skin and Sugar. If you live in Columbus, definitely go there. Your face will feel like heaven. It'll be like a clouded little pillow on your face. It just will feel amazing. But anyways, she is very much about like women empowerment and making women feel beautiful. And I love that. So I did my very first giveaway with her. Helped gain a lot of traction on my Instagram. Next, I partnered with Bliss Tans. Love Bliss Tans. They're all-encompassing for women of all shapes, sizes, and they make you feel so beautiful. So boom, another giveaway. But you see the trend I have here. I still do giveaways today not necessarily to build my following, but to you know promote my podcast or bring traction to my page so people do see other businesses that I'm partnering with or they get a dose of confidence or something like that. So the giveaways are huge. Reach out to them. Let them know what you want to do. Create the copy for them. So you say, hey, my name is Victoria. I want to do a giveaway. This is what it would entail. Let me know if you're interested. Done. And that will go really, really far, especially in those beginning stages as you begin to build your following. All right. I've got number five, hashtags and highlights. So hashtags are not a dying art. I know so many of you believe it, um, but it's not true. Hashtags are still very relevant. You should be using them at every single post and they should be you guessed it, associated with your brand. So if you're using um, huge, huge hashtags, like for example, hashtag Los Angeles, 8.9 million posts under hashtag Los Angeles, no one's ever going to find me. But if I use a micro hashtag, like hashtag LA living or hashtag LA life or something that has less posts, people are more likely going to see your post. I mean, think about it of like a ratio, like what are the chances that people are gonna actually see your post? One in eight million, or you have one in 80,000. That's about a ratio. So hashtags work, find the hashtags that work specifically for your brand. You can post up to 25 of those hashtags in your post and do it every single time. I would put it, you know, whether it's in the, the body of your post in the first comment, it doesn't matter but that is going to help you gain your following to help build your brand. And then you can always check your insights to see what hashtags are working, if they're not working, what you need to change. I change my hashtags regularly. Um, and so that helps get a bigger reach. And also make sure the content in your highlights, a final note, is consistent with your brand's. I see a lot of people who, you know, let's just say they're their makeup blogger, but then their highlights are like Venice, my dog, life in California. And then maybe like the mascara I use. It's like, mm, I want to see like face, contouring, eyebrows, lips, hair, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to see specifics because I want to follow you and you're a makeup blogger. I want to see makeup. That's it. And that is all I have for you guys. That is a huge dump on branding. But you know, if you are looking at this from the very beginning stages, I would say f- narrow your brand, start reflecting on what you're doing, fix that bio or else I'll come find you. Really focus on content. I mean, 100% start archiving things in your Instagram that just don't make sense. They don't follow with your brand. They got really low engagement, whatever it is, archive those things. And then also start building a content calendar. You know, be really organized about what you're putting out there on the internet, about what you want people to know about you. Follow those three I sent you um, or I told you about how to about you and what you're up to. And this is going to take you far. I could talk about branding on Instagram for hours. I actually do this for the Navy. I've held several trainings for hundreds of sailors about branding because of my account at Lieutenant Hall. Um, It's been really, really helpful for Navy recruiting and I'm super proud of it, but I want to help others build their brand and their awareness as well. So if you have any questions, leave them on my podcast page on this episode at misunderstood.podcast. That's two S's, at misunderstood.podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. I hope this helped. Now, go build those brands because there's a huge misunderstanding that you need to have a following of 100K to make a difference, and that is not true because this girl right here had next to zero followers four years ago, and look at me now. Thanks, guys. Hey world, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please consider going to rate my podcast on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and also follow me on Instagram at misunderstood.podcast or at Kelly Renee Hall. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback, insight, and I appreciate you tuning in week by week. Thanks so much. And I appreciate you continuing to find out how we can get a better understanding of ourselves.